All right, so another beautiful tarot deck has come out. Um, your favorite spiritual store just got a new shipment of crystals. And the herb store that you've been meaning to go to is having a huge 50% off sale. So what do you do? What's the plan? All right, let's talk about it. Hey, y'all, this is Nikki. I am the owner of Soul Things Botanica. And you are listening to the How To Be Magical podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 3rd, um, 2020. And this episode is about conservation, spiritual conservation, uh, like for supplies and things like that, and consumerism. And before we get into it, I just wanted to make a few announcements. Um, As you guys know, I'm hosting a giveaway for the Akamara um, Tarot Deck. Today is the last day to enter the giveaway at noon. um, And I will be announcing, I will be drawing the winner at three o'clock and I'll be announcing the winner at 3.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this afternoon. So please, you know, if you're following me on Instagram, Soul Things BK, put your post notifications on so you can be the first to see when I post anything new. And um, yeah, good luck to everybody that entered. There was a huge turnout for this. I'm very um, pleased with the amount of um, attention that this deck has been getting because Lolu has been, she put in a lot of work to make this deck beautiful and it is a very lovely deck. And I hope that you know, the the winner gets to enjoy it as much as the work that was put into it. Um, another announcement I'd like to make is that at the end of March, that will be the end of the first season of the How To Be Magical podcast. Um, I wanted to break it up throughout the year so that way I could have the time that I need to do certain things that I need to do without, you know, any interruptions. So I will take off the whole month of April and then season two, summer, spring season will resume on May 1st. And we can get into, you know, a whole uh, new season, new energy, talking about, you know, things that we could do in the summertime. You know, if you're here up in the Northern Hemisphere with us in the summer and um, yeah, it's just a different thing. So, yeah, just I want to thank everybody that's been listening so far. And um, I really appreciate all of the follows and the shares and the reblogs and the likes and the the comments and um, and just you know, people having an open mind and, you know, t- wanting to take their spiritual growth to the next level. I'm I'm happy that something that I'm offering is helping folks because that's what I'm here. I'm here to help. All right. So, um, oh, 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 oh. And I want to also announce that two of my friends have new music out. Um, so if you are into contemporary Santo music, if you're into Modern day spiritual music, that's really what I would classify both their music um, genres, styles as. Um, So Treasure Empire has a song called Open Road, and you can find her on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, She's on YouTube as well. And Savage the Poet has a song that just dropped today called Groovy, which is really cute and fun and springy, and I love it. So yeah, check them out. Um, If you are following me on IG, then you can go on my stories. You see I post about Treasure and Savage. Um, I post their music in there. As, as often as I can. And yeah, like we got to support um, real musicians from New York and people in the in African traditions that are putting themselves out there and, and using their platform to talk about spirituality in new and bold ways. So with that being said, let's get into this episode. All right. Woo. All right. So straight up, I want I, this episode is literally about why we need to stop buying so much shit just for the sake of buying it. Because 
Let's let's keep it let's keep it real. Let's keep it a stack, people. Let's please keep it real. How many times have you seen a well-curated photo or seen a testimonial post? And the first thing you did was go rush to the website and this and decide that you need to have this product right now. Right? Well, we all guilty of that. And I feel like it's not a good or a bad thing, but I think when we're talking about consumerism, we need to think about what the mentality behind consumerism is. And we need to think about why we are putting ourselves in positions to constantly feel like we need all of these things that, you know, you might not necessarily need all at the same time, right? And when I did the um, Brooklyn Brew Hidia Festival last year in September under the arch in Dumbo, I had my table. I put a sign on my tent that says, you know, please stop with the sage, Right, like I, I gotta, I'll pull up the, I'll use the the picture to put it in the stories later. But this sign got me a lot of heat. It's a lot of people that was that was not feeling me over this sign because people would come to the table and they would ask, "Oh, do you have sage?" And I would point the, to the sign, like, and they'd be like, "Oh," and then you know I said like it's endangered and and straight up white sage is 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 like unstable right now in terms of like the market because we're over harvesting. Right, like there's not enough sage coming in as what we're picking. Buying, like once Urban Outfitters start carrying sage kits, smudge kits. Right, I don't even say smudge because that's also like like vernacular appropriation. You know, like I'll say smoke cleansing. Right, because words mean things, and it's important that we think about what we're doing and saying instead of just picking up and adopting other things just because it's what's you know trendy right now. Straight up. The people be using sage like, I don't even know why y'all want to use sage so damn much. Like, what is going on in your life that you that you got to sage everything all the time? Like, uh, straight up, the last time I used it was months, yo. Like, like really, you so maybe like maybe like okay, I'm lying. It's been longer than that because I I'm forgetting that we already in March. It's been like years now. Like, I don't really I don't use I don't use it like, and. As I've gotten deeper in my spiritual practice, I have no room for it. It don't do nothing. It's not anything that my spirits require. It's not anything that I require. Um, and when people came to my table and they were like, what do you mean endangered? Like the the look on their faces and the, the attitude was very clear. It was like, oh, you feel entitled to use sage. Like you mad that I don't have it. Like somebody's supposed to have it for you. What are you doing with it? Why do you need it? Like, you know what I'm saying? And what other methods of smoke cleansing are you using to supplement that? Because if all you're doing is burning sage and incense, I'm sorry to tell you, you ain't doing shit. <laughs> you know, you better off burning some frankincense and myrrh. You better off burning some rose petals, you know, dried dried herbs, onion skin, garlic skin. Shit, a piece of camphor could do more for you than some sage. Let's keep it a stack, right? And... While a lot of us are coming into, you know, the spiritual community and our spiritual paths, you know, we're new. Some of us are new. You know, some of us uh, are literally, this is the first time they ever heard about anything. Some people were introduced into this because they seen a sage bundle and they were just like, what is that? Right. But I think what we need to understand the history of consumerism and how it contributed to the enslavement of West and Central African peoples. And maybe this will help us be more mindful about how and why we buying shit, right? So I believe it was in the 1600s. 
where the Portuguese empire was like, pretty much like, we need to make some money. We broke. And they had heard about sugar. Sugar was all the rage, right? Like, like sugar was all the rage because before people would just use like honey or um, dates, you know, like there was like, that was like what, you know, what people would use as sugar fruits, right? But like actual sugar was a new thing. And there are no sugar cane fields in fucking Europe. So they was like, somebody was like, oh, word. Well, down in the Caribbean, down in the islands, they got sugar cane. Plenty of it. We just need to get there and we need somebody to, to do that work. So this is when the Portuguese went down into West and Central Africa, particularly in the Congo area, what's now known as Angola, and started wanted to strike up, you know, some type of trade, you know, with folks. So that way they could be like, well, we need people to work these, these sugar plantations. And ultimately, the only reason why we use sugar the way we use sugar right now is because some nobleman wanted tea with sugar or tea in his fucking cookies or whatever the fuck and decided that not only do they want something that's not naturally available to them in the area of the world that they're in but they want somebody else to do the work so that they can get what they want do you realize like how powerful that type of thinking is it's so powerful that us in the fucking spiritual community have taken on some of these attitudes these these very euro colonial you know imperialist mindsets of like well, I want it and I'm going to get it. And I got the money, so I'm going to buy it. Oh, the fuck is that? What is that? What is that? That is craziness. Straight up, right? And I know a lot of people, nobody wants to think of themselves as an, as an imperialist or a colonizer, right? And that's like, you know, I'm not calling anybody an imperialist. But if you, if we are living in this Western civilization... As people, descendants of the transatlantic slave trade, as, you know, displaced peoples of the, the, the Americas and of Africa, then we got to understand that our ancestors came from places where they had things available to them naturally, right? And they didn't have to go outside of where they were to get shit. And if they did, it was trade, right? It was like, all right, we're going to go and trade with some folks. But people generally was not worrying about shit that they didn't have because they had so much, so right now, we need to think about some stuff before we start buying shit, right? Which is why I ain't selling no products at the very moment. I have things that I'm working on, but I I, I promised myself, and I made a promise to my spirits, like, yo, I just want to build content and community for this year. I don't really want to sell nothing. And if I do, it's going to be at a festival. Like, you know, it's going to be at the festival, and that's that. Because I didn't, I feel like information is more important than products, it really is. And there's so much information out here, and I get it. It's overwhelming. It's a lot. It is a lot. But there's so many things that we should do before we reach in our pocketbook. There's so many things. And I want us to feel like we are we are buying products with intention to use, right? This is not to just be buying shit and building, you know, little Instagrammable pictures and photo ops to look nice. Like, that's, nah. Like, you don't need to buy nothing for that. You don't. Because at the end of the day, we all going to look like something different in the eyes of our spirits. Because if we're, if we're working to serve the spirits so that to elevate them and in turn they elevate us, then we got to go with what they need, not with what we want, right? So you might want that sage bundle, 
because it's cute and it's pretty. But your ancestors might really need some bush and some rum, you know? And that might be what they really need to work. I don't know. Like I said, we're talking about tools. There's no point in buying tools that nobody ain't trying to use or don't have no need for. It's really not. It just, it just doesn't. So admit to yourself. You ain't got to say it to me. You ain't got to say it to nobody. But admit to yourself that there are have been times when you have just blindly bought something and you didn't really know what the hell you was buying it for. Right? And before you buy things, before you buy a bunch of shit, just realize this. One, you can't buy what you what you don't have, right? Whatever magic is in you might need certain things and behaviors from you to activate it. And two, discipline and intent are your most powerful tools. So when I say that you can't buy what you don't have, essentially what I'm saying is we all was born with something that's in us that nobody can take away from us. The only thing that we can do is ignore that and maybe we shut out from that, but we can always reconnect if we have a true desire to reconnect. That being said, I ain't say nothing about a product and all of that. Because it's the discipline and it's the intent, right? The discipline and the intent. So, whatever magic that I have, that my folks have given to me, that have, have entrusted in me, if they ask for certain things to activate that, those are the things that I need to be buying, I don't need to be going out and buying shit because it's catching my eye and it's flashy because we live in an age of, you know, everything looks good. It's it's, it's easy to get caught up buying shit because it just looks pretty. And I'm sorry, I'm speaking as a Libra. I like shit that looks nice. I'm sorry. I'm a sucker for aesthetics. Woo. So I get it. I'm not saying this as I'm not judging. I'm saying this shit as somebody who, who's been, you know, I got to, I got to stop myself from reaching to my pocket all the time. And I always have to bring myself back to what are you buying and why you need that? What are you buying and why do you need that? Who told you Who told you to buy that? What are you doing with that? Right? Like, and be like, all right, you know, you're right. You're right, fam. You got it. And put that shit back. And when I do buy stuff, you know, I'll cherish it. So I, I'm not just accumulating. And when I do buy things, like, I have certain consumables that I use every day. Like, I ain't going to stop buying charcoal. I, I use that shit every day. Every day. Right? My intense game is tight in here. I want it a little tighter, but I got I got options, you know? I use certain things for certain purposes. Like, this is why in the beginning of your journey, before you start buying shit, let me tell you something. The best thing you could do is buy a notebook because you're going to be taking a lot of notes. You're going to be picking up information, and you're going to be wanting to remember it, and you're going to need to write some shit down, okay? And that is your most important tool is a damn notebook and an open mind and a and a... And a an intentional heart, you know, and it's hard. I get it, you know, because we live in America. If you live in America, I know I got listeners overseas, but we live in a, in a time when everybody just wants to just have things without fully understanding. And I ain't trying to disparage nobody, but straight up, a lot of a lot of folks are starting to act like white folk, okay, in terms of that white mentality of. That colonial mindset mentality. I ain't talking about just white people. I'm talking about that colonial mindset of like, I wanted it. It looks nice and I want to have it. And I got here. Take this money. Like, could you imagine how the indigenous people of New York was looking at Peter Minuet and his fucking band of pirates when they was giving them trinkets and some coins and some shit? Talking about, we want to buy this land. It was like, what do you mean buy this land? Like that, the concept of even owning land was foreign to indigenous people because it's like, what the fuck you mean? Oh, we don't own the land like that, that like 
even in the language, like, we don't even have, we don't got no word for ownership of land. Like, what is that? Like, we work in concert with the land. We are blessed to be on this land. The land gives us life and we respect the land enough to not fuck it over. I, I can't sell you what I don't have. That's what I'm saying. You can't sell. You can't buy what you don't have. You can't sell what you don't have. So there are some great practitioners out there. Don't get me wrong. That got conditioning oils and that do works for people and that divine for people. And they are valid and they are legit. But that doesn't mean that you need to buy from everybody that's that's selling something. That doesn't mean you need to run out and at the first sign of something new, figure out how to, how to get the money up to buy it. If you're not fully using everything, I'm talking about... You're going to get to a place in your journey where you're using everything. And that's when you're like, oh, okay. And you will identify, you will know what the tools are that you need on a day-to-day basis. Nobody can't tell you that. But it's work and discipline that's going to get you there. Right? The intention and the discipline is what builds up your energy to do the work that you need to do. Because when you are called to do a lot of work, you can't build that discipline overnight. You can't. There's some things that I've been asked to do. That, let me tell you something. Five years ago, I'd have been like, oh, hell no. Like, this is a lot. I would have been I would have been upset. And now I'm just like, well, that's what I got to do. Okay. And I'm like, in my mind, I already have a way of dealing with the things that I need to do. And I already have the discipline and the resolve. And I know for myself that I could do it. Right? So it's like, when before I buy anything, I always have to ask myself, why am I buying this thing? You know? And just keep it real with yourself. Keep it real with yourself. And we have to think about the people that we came from, right? We came from people that worked the land. We came from people that grew their own food, grew their own flowers, you know, raised their own animals. They, like, original farm to table, straight cheese. So all of this new age, oh, I'm a vegan, la, la, la. Uh, we're going to touch on that in a different te- t- uh, a different day because everybody ain't supposed to be vegan neither, but that's neither here nor there, all right? And I damn sure ain't gonna put no vegan food on my table for my folks. They're gonna be looking at me like, girl, what is this? What is this? What is this? Exactly. Like, like I don't eat pig's tail, but if I cook something and a, and a pig's tail go in there, and then that's what they get, you know? I ain't got room to be sitting up here, well, you know, save the animals, but fuck the sage. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, so like, we have to think about what it is to connect to our people. And you can't buy that connection. You can't. You can't buy it. You can't buy it. And um, our processes and our journeys are our own. And we are entitled to build and develop them as we see fit. But at the end of the day, we are not doing this alone. We have family. We have like ancestral spirits. We have spirit guides. We have guardians that want to show us and teach us things. And it should be what they want. You have to step outside of yourself. It's not about what you want. It's about what you need. And sometimes you don't need to be buying a bunch of shit. That's it, you know? Um, I I mean, when, what can I say that I spend a lot of money on? Shit that I use all the time. Candles. Seven-day candles. Charcoal. I buy it by the box. Rum. I buy it by the liter. I need to start buying it by the gallon. Um, coffee, cigars, herbs. That's what I buy. That is what I buy. And 
I can't say I have too many things that I buy outside of that. So I did receive, you know, I did support the Akamara to Road Kickstarter because I, I was here for black representation in this divination system. The same way how I bought the Dust to Onyx to Row. And the same way how I bought the Day of the Dead to Row, right? All of my card decks are by people of color. Two black women and a, and a Latino man, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe he's Greek. He's some type of... He's something. But all three decks have a purpose for me. And these purchases were acquired over the years. And I made sure that I used my stuff, Right? I have no need to just keep buying shit because I ain't got room for all of that. Um, and there's so many ways that we could connect that don't require buying anything. That's why I said a notebook and an open mind and a scholarly heart are some of your best tools. Discipline, right? If you got to do a bath for nine days and you fuck up on the fifth day, you better start that bitch over. Why? That's you. That's your investment in yourself. That's your commitment. Because if we want to work with, with, with spirits and entities that have blessed us with their presence and protection, then we got to show up for them too. And we're not going to buy them, right? Like that mentality of, oh, I seen somebody talking about they withhold food from their ancestors. They don't give I'm like, y'all, that's disgusting. Ah, that's not nice. But we live in, in a society that encourages that behavior. So when we are decolonizing our minds, and decolonizing our hearts and getting back to the root and the source of who we are, we're gonna encounter, we're gonna come into, we're gonna encounter these path, these blockages. We're gonna encounter these difficulties. And these are the times when we have to sit down and still our minds and be quiet with ourselves and say, you know what? What is the way that I should handle this? And let them tell you how to handle it. And I'm gonna tell you, it ain't gonna be from buying no fucking sage bundle. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Right? I'm gonna tell you that right now. Even if you have Indios. Indigenous people in your court, they may surprise you and ask for some something totally different. They might be like, the fuck is sage? I don't use that, right? Like, it's literally like if, I don't know, I always try to flip it and think about myself as a transitioned person and somebody asking me to help them and giving me all kinds of shit that I didn't ask them for. Like, I don't drink Pepsi. If you know what you know, you would put some ginger ale on that table because that's what I fucks with, right? But I don't... What is this? I don't use that. Like, and we have to think about it like that. And 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 the other person could be like, but I, you know, I love you and I care about you. And okay, so then take time and get to know me because to love me is to to know me is to love me, and vice versa. And I feel the same way about our ancestors. We have so much history to catch up on with them. There's so many things that was lost, but there's so many ways that we can come back to it because we're in the age of Aquarius and there's so much information out here. Language, even learning a different language or picking up certain words and just getting familiar with certain concepts because we're talking about people that came and had their own concept of being and consuming and living just because we here don't mean that they know what the fuck it is that we doing over here in their mind and heart they're like what is this this ain't got nothing to do with me but as long as you keep doing the things that that i enjoy that we enjoyed previously then i could rock with you but all of this newfangled shit i don't know nothing about that and you can't fault them for that. Like I said, if somebody puts something for you as a transitioned person on the other side, and it was nothing that you ever fucked with in life, or if it was something that you hated, how would you feel? Regardless of the intent, you'd be like, ugh, okay. 
Nah, and how do I tell them? Nah, I don't really like this, right? It's about learning your ancestors' love language. It's about learning your spirit's love language. And when it comes to conservation and, 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 and being mindful of the things that we're using and why, you know, we have to think about these things. We have to. We have to. It's imperative, you know. Like I said, I love the community. I love people coming together to learn and grow and teach and elevate. But the consumerism is is a bit out of control, you know. And when I started Soul Things Botanica, I literally just wanted to sell. I didn't want to sell everything that everybody was selling. I wanted to sell things that I used and that I attested to. And in the beginning, yes, I did sell sage. I will say that. In the beginning, I did. Because I, even though I didn't use it, I, I didn't use it even when I was selling it. But that's what people kept asking me for. But now that I have grown as a business owner and have developed more in my path and have a different understanding about what it really means to be a purveyor of spiritual goods, I can't sell nothing I don't vouch for. And I can't, in good faith, sell you something that I don't use. Because how am I going to do that? I don't need a dollar that bad, you know? And I'm not a merchant who just wants to make a dollar. I'm a spiritual practitioner. I'm a spiritualist. I feel it's my responsibility to be ethical, to show up for the community with the best parts of myself and the best parts of my experience. So that way, I'm not just out here trying to make money off y'all because I don't want to do that. Um, And I can't judge everybody, you know? All I can say is I don't really do that, you know? That's why they do like that over there. That's them. Just me over here. You know, so instead of using sage, like I tell people, you know, I think onion skins are great, you know, on a lit charcoal. I think garlic skins are great on a lit charcoal. I think camphor is great, you know, to cleanse the, the home of negativity. Blue, anil, you know, is good. I think smoke cleansing is great. But there's so many other things you could burn besides sage, you know. I mean, bay leaf, cinnamon to sweeten, like... We have to think about the things that our folks would have used and what was available to them. And I think that we can, you know, keep this, keep certain traditions going because traditions die when we forget about the ways that we did things. You know, when people start deciding, oh, they want to dipple and dabble and they want to switch it up and they want to like, nah, like the power is in of rituals and the discipline and the intent. That's the power in it. The other things are there to enhance. And like I said, if they ask for certain things, then you respect them enough for even telling you that that's what they want. But they ain't just asking you for no reason. They asking you because they needed to do something. And it's a certain essence, it's a certain ache that they need in order to keep it going. And I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like. You know, it is hard to navigate all of this. It's like, it's overwhelming. You start to feel like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I don't know. Am I doing it wrong? Am I doing it right? Uh, uh, uh. But like I said, the, the put learn something first. If you see an elder offering a class, an online seminar, you know, Apetebi Iyameli. Iyameli? I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. But she's so sweet, and I've been following her for years. And she's an Espiritista as well. She's also on Alosha, like you know, she's on Arisha Devotee. Um, and I believe she's a daughter of a Babalao, you know, and she's very dedicated. 
And I've watched her for years. She's very dedicated. And she's offering a class, a seminar on Espiritismo. I believe her March class is already filled, but I believe that she has space in her April class. And I think something just as simple as supporting the practitioner and teaching something and learning something, that's some of the best information that you're going to get. I'll tell you that right now. There's books out there that could tell. But from somebody's mouth that actually works and does this and is about this life, it's important, you know, to support in those ways. Um... And learn things, like really learn things. And I also believe the Caribbean Cultural Center, if you're in New York, is offering a two-part class on sacred herbs for Santo, like for Santeria, and sacred herbs for Palo, um, Palo Congo, like different um, Palo Congo traditions that require herbs, which they all do. And Santo, which everybody, you know, everybody needs an herb. So like those two classes, I believe, are $30 a piece. It's like $60. And they, I believe, are offered on Thursdays. But I will post um, in the stories about that. And who else is offering a class? Um, Rish, Rish Terra of Nine Minds Radio is also offering a class on Tarot. Um, Chiquita Brujita is offering a class on Tarot this weekend at, at the House of Bread if you're in Brooklyn. So it's like, yeah, like knowledge is more important. It's way more important because it's like we need to get and understand certain concepts and stuff without just buying a bunch of stuff. Otherwise, you're just buying a bunch of shit and cluttering up your space and telling yourself that you need all of these things outside of you if you're not using them or don't really properly know how to use them. So arm arm yourself with information first. That is my takeaway from this whole thing. And don't and try to do, try to separate yourself from this colonial mindset that we are just steeped in commercialism, marketing, advertising. Like we're steeped in that. This is America if you're here with us. The world is steeped in consumerism. But if we are doing these things to establish connections to the other side. There's certain things we're going to have to distance ourselves away from. And that is just rampant consumerism and disrespect of natural resources. We have to be more conscientious. You know, I, we just we just got to be. It's our responsibility, you know, as citizens of Earth, as, you know, people carrying on our bloodlines. We need to honor the Earth and the connection that we have with Earth so that way we can continue to honor our dead and honor our ancestors because um, they honored the earth. So it's like, we're talking about culture and we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't just take, take, take and buy, buy, buy and spend, spend, spend and hoard, hoard, hoard because it's like, we got to keep these things flowing. So that's my thoughts on that. That's my takeaway on that. And with that being said, this is, I believe, the ninth episode of the How To Be Magical podcast. Again, my name is Nikki Buchanan. I'm the owner of Soul Things Botanica. You can find me on Instagram at Soul Things BK. You can find me on the web at soulthingsbotanica.com. You can find me on Facebook at Soul Things Botanica. And like I said, this month is my last episode for season one of the How To Be Magical podcast. In April, I will be taking time off because, like I said, conservation is key. You know, people need to rest and and, to, and and step away so that way, you know, they can replenish and come back and do the things that they need to do for the community. Um, I also need some time to reflect on how the first season went and think about the things that I want to bring for the next season. And like I said, I want to take care. I got my own spiritual business I got to handle. So I ain't going to have time to be um, delivering episodes in a timely fashion. So that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I, if If this resonates with you, thank you for allowing me to speak to you and with to something within you and i appreciate you for allowing um my voice into your consciousness <laughs> all right everyone um happy march and take it easy love y'all bye